think just like being a good person is charming. Nah, that's a hard no for me. What? Being a good person. Yeah, I don't think that's enough to be, be charming. charming. Okay. I feel like there's a lot of good people out there. Some of them are just very boring good people. You know? Yeah, like I find if I knew someone was helping kids out in Africa, I wouldn't find that charming. I do think it's very cool. Right? Yeah, that is true. But also like everyone has a different definition of charming. Yeah, but like Mm -hmm. charming would be like something that's attractive to you, right? Like I think it's cool that they help out kids in I think it has a lot to do with charisma. Which you have. So does Ryan. And so does Baloney. I wasn't allowed to name the people that I'm, I was naming, so. He, we, yeah, we came up with nicknames. For who? All his. Baloney. Rhymes with baloney. ID without the E. And sounds like Ryan. Oh, wow. Wow, your phone can pick up all that, can it? Yeah. So, do we know what topic we're doing? We're doing three levels of questions? Yep. We're doing three levels of questions with Melissa. Hi. Hey. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Uh, so I'll start off by doing the intro. Okay. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Welcome to the No Happy Endings podcast. Podcast where we have three levels of questions sometimes. Where there are no happy endings, just happy friendings. I did the whole intro out of order. That's all right. Brain fart. It resonated with me. I've got it. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so sometimes we do three levels of questions. Sometimes we don't. Today we do. We will. Yep. Yep. Here I have Willie, my co-host. The original co-host. Yeah, but since... Did you get fired? No, I've never been a... Cons- I have commitment issues. So. Okay. Yeah. His <laughs> and we have a friend of a friend, Melissa. Hi. Hey. Hey. How's it going? It's good. I'm tired. I just stole a lot of homework, so... Okay. Well, I hope you're not too, too tired for these tiers of questions or this game we're about to play. Okay. I want you to consider it, treat it like a game, mm-hmm. have fun with it. Hopefully, it's very, not too much for you. How are we feeling? Good. I feel fine. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't we, uh, how's your day so far? Um, just really been doing schoolwork. That's kind of it. That sounds horrible. I haven't left the house. <laughs> <laughs> you guys brought me some breakfast, which was really great. That helped me through a lot of it, but... Where, uh, where, where'd you get breakfast from? Willie. Oh. <laughs> Anita's? Got it. We got it from Anita's, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. not sponsored. <laughs> it's Eddie's yeah. go-to joint. Oh, you know what? We should get Anita's to sponsor. You think they would sponsor this, this podcast? So. Maybe. Brian likes it a lot, too. Brian does like it. It's, it's, we, we plug it all the time, because it's <laughs> absolutely Brian's favorite. It's place. really good. It was the first time I had it, and I really liked it, so. It's yeah, it's good stuff. But, um. But okay, so let's get into it. Um, so the first level of questions. I don't like being this high up. I'm gonna sit down here. I'm gonna be right here. All right, you better speak up for the mic. <laughs> I'll be here to support. Do you want to swap seats with me? Absolutely not. Do you want this chair? We can switch. All right. It's just so weird to be so high up. We're gonna switch. Just know this whole this whole podcast is on pause because we're switching chairs. <laughs> Perfect. All right, so the first episode, or the first uh, series of questions, mm-hmm. it's like, it's rapid fire. Oh, God. Okay, so like, just, just whatever's on the top of your head. Okay. Right, I want to ask you the question. Are you ready? Yeah. Um, and then you can go back into it and explain it later. Okay. But we're just going to go back to back to back. Okay. Cool, cool, cool? Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> 
What piece of clothing defines you? Sneakers. What's your favorite compliment that you've ever received? That I'm hardworking. What's something that you want to try to learn how to cook? Probably anything. I can't really cook at all, so. What's your current phone background? Um, it is a picture of a sunset that I took in the Outer Banks. And what's the story behind it? I was at my grandma's funeral on a trip, and I took a picture of the sunset, so. I no longer want to ask that okay, question. Okay, yeah, that's all right. I'm just kidding. Uh, what song do you hate that you love? That I hate that I love? Um, probably just, like, the cheesy, like, white people music. Like, Pharrell Williams, like, top hits or something like that. Or, like, Carly Rae Jepsen music. I love that shit, but I will not play it if I think people are cool. What's your favorite useless skill? Um... Probably like crocheting or like knitting or something. What's something that instantly makes you happy? Food. What's something you wish you were good at? Mm, engineering. <laughs> uh, if MySpace was still a thing, what would your profile song be? I miss the MySpace wave, but probably something by Kendrick Lamar. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, describe yourself in one word. Um... I don't know. I don't know. I can't, I'm blanking. Melissa. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, when are you most comfortable? When? Yeah. Probably at home with my family. What is your current favorite snack? Rice Krispie treats. Uh, where somewhere you really wanted to travel? Anywhere in Europe. I want to go to Italy. Anywhere specific in Italy? The coast. Ooh. Um, what is the first thing you're buying if you win the lottery? Um, probably a vintage car. Or Which like car? a house for my parents. That's probably the nicer answer. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, and last question, what is your biggest pet peeve? Um, I guess the first thing that comes to mind is people just being like really nosy or like chewing with their mouth open. Like stuff that like, I don't know, like people wouldn't normally do, but could definitely fix yeah it's like chewing with your mouth open. yeah like bad manners i think do you think they realize that they're doing it um i don't think so i yeah. think that they've just like become deaf to the noise of it which i wish i could do but yeah, yeah. that bothers me i mean they're probably just so into the food right mm -hmm. because it makes everyone happy it makes me happy yeah all right well that's the first round how do you feel Good. Is, there, is there anything you want to like clarify or explain um i'm not really yeah that's kind of it pretty straightforward what's your uh if you were about you said when you win the lottery you would bu to buy a vintage car yeah are you into vintage cars yes i love old cars what's your favorite car of all time i like mgs really i like like the small two-seater probably a convertible yeah a lot of chrome detailing that sort of thing Those so anything cool that fits that category is like definitely what i would like to have for yeah sure. it's interesting because i feel like you don't get a lot of chrome nowadays. You don't. That's yeah. something that I just had a friend over this weekend who is really into old cars. And yeah. We went to like a car show and um, yeah, all of the new cars don't have any chrome anymore. Yeah. But you know how like they say like design is like always being recycled. Mm -hmm. Do you ever feel like chrome is ever going to make a comeback? Um, I don't know because I feel like the cars these days are pretty like minimalistic. Like I think that I'm just thinking mainly like Teslas and stuff like that. I think yeah. that they've put chrome in like the door handles, but, yeah. but the like the strip along the sides. Right, and, like, right. 
all that good stuff. Yeah, I feel like uh, all the premium versions of it don't have chrome. Mm-hmm. Like it's like blacked out. Or, yeah. Yeah. I'm personally not a fan of minimalism. Mm-hmm. I feel like it takes away from things. Yeah. I agree. Like, like being from New York, uh, like you see a lot of buildings. Uh-huh. A lot of the newer buildings are like minimalistic. Yeah. Very blocky looking. Mm-hmm. But the ones that always stand out to me are the ones where like there's intricate carvings mm-hmm. and like curves and all this stuff into the like the building facade. And That's stuff what like I'm that. saying. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel the same way about buildings. I just went for a walk in like Georgetown the other day and yeah. all of like the old buildings are really nice. They have like the roof lines of it. I don't know what the name of it is, but they have all of like the molding on the outside of the building. And yeah. Oh, detail. so what's interesting is I am trying to get more into architecture. Mm-hmm. And so like, cause I, I just, I love like old school buildings. It's and really so it's cool. funny cause like, I think so Georgetown's a big a good example of it because different parts of Georgetown were built during different parts of the 1700s. Okay. So like certain parts of it are like considered quote unquote federalist. Mm. And then other parts of it are more like I forgot the name of it, but there's different you could tell yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. That is really cool. I it's all that. cool stuff, yeah. Um Yeah, there's a there's a lot of cool like what is it? There's a one YouTube channel I follow, and they, they break it down pretty well, too. Mm-hmm. A guy walks through, just goes through the whole tour. Mm-hmm. Pretty neat. It is really cool. I love yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, why'd you pick sneakers as a piece of clothing that defines you? Um, those are the things, I think, that I care about the most clothing-wise, like fashion-wise. I think everything else I try to keep pretty basic. My yeah. classic look, I feel like, is either just like anything that's white, black, or navy blue. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just spice it up with the, the sneakers. That's a very good... Keep, everything that, else I keep like relatively simple. But, that is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's, uh, what's your favorite pair of sneakers right now? Um, I don't know the name of them, but they're these like really old Nike sneakers that I have that are disgusting because I wear them all the time because they're my favorite, but yeah. they're like, uh, like a chunky sneaker that are like pretty white, but they yeah. have some like beige detailing on them. I forget the name of them, but those are my favorite. Yeah. I like the chunky ones because they give me some, some height too, which is good. Yeah. I, uh, I'm a big fan of like old shoes. Mm-hmm. Like I know like there's a lot of people out there who like try to keep their shoes super clean, super fresh and stuff like that. I I love shoes that are beat up with character and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I like that they're dirty. Yeah. I, see, I never clean them. I'm telling you, that's 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 where you get the character from. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. My dad will make fun of me for that, but it's like you know. They don't get it. Yeah. They don't get it. It's holding all the memories. Yeah. Um. Okay. So the second level, you can actually take your time and go through uh, these and explain them if you want. Okay. But um, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, first question what is a recent shower thought you've had um i've been thinking a lot about what i want to do after i get out of grad school yeah because i'm in my last year of it now so i think i've just been thinking about like where i want to live yeah um and i haven't really come down to anything in particular i wish i had like a solid answer for that but kind of just like where i see myself as an individual apart from my job yeah and where i would enjoy living i feel like uh where you go is also dependent on your job too right yeah yeah do you have like a job in mind or specific like um line of work yeah so i want to do water conservation and i was thinking about moving out west because of the colorado river basin and mm-hmm. the issues that they're having but yeah um yeah i grew up in charlottesville so like the mountains were like all around you could just like have a 360 view of the blue ridge which was great and i think moving to like the city has been kind of depressing because you just see buildings and like townhouses all over the place wait so do you consider nova the city yeah definitely (laughs) oh that's so funny (laughs) 
Well, you're from New York, right? Yeah, I am. So that's a little bit different. Well, no, I, I get it, though. I definitely appreciate, like, the mountains. Because mm-hmm. it's like, when was the last time you went out west? I've never been. Girl, what the? <laughs> I've really? stayed on the East Coast forever, it's yeah. It's so, okay. I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. I think, like, if I didn't live in New York City, I would want to move out west. Mm-hmm. Aside from, you know, all the water drought issues they're having right now. Mm-hmm. But it's absolutely beautiful out there. Mm-hmm. Just having, like, a constant, like, mountain backdrop, mm-hmm. it really is a beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of what I want to do. It's um, like, honestly, like, it's not, well, I've only, I'm a little biased because I, I've only ever spent time in Denver and Colorado Springs mm-hmm. in Colorado. And it's a lot like, it's basically Nova. Mm-hmm. But you have a backdrop of the mountains. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's not... It won't be, like, a too big of, like, a lifestyle change, per se. Mm-hmm. But it is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone once told me, uh, like, you should... You should ask yourself what kind of lifestyle you want. And yeah. that will dictate where what you want to do for work and where you want to move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and kind of what I've done environmental engineering because I don't want a desk job. I want to be outside. So yeah. I think that... I like hiking a lot, so I think yeah. that it would be really cool to go hiking out west. Could, uh, are you a big fan of, like, the national parks? Um, yeah, the ones that I've been to. I've only really been to the ones that are closest to me, which is, I think, just, like, Shandoa. Skyline. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> Skyline Drive. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I really want to, like, I, when the pandemic first started, I wanted to go on, like, a two-week um, road trip with one of my friends. Um, yeah. Because we had, like, this weird time where school was canceled for, like, a month, so right. we were just going to go. And do something fun. Um, but we never actually ended up doing it. Why not? Um, our parents wouldn't let us go because oh. we were... St- like the, I don't know. I yeah. think that... I'm only 23 now. I just turned 23 recently. So my parents didn't want me to go off with, like, one of my coworkers who is also, like, a 20-year-old and just, like, go around the country. Yeah, but, you never know what can happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But eventually, I definitely want to go out and see it. My stepsister lived in Arizona for a while, and um, she has a bunch of really cool pictures, so I'm jealous. Highly recommend it's funny because um, also another thing too, right? People always complain about their own country, more specifically our generation. Mm-hmm. Like millennials and Gen Z Zers are always complaining about living in the US and how much we hate it here. Mm-hmm. But I saw a Reddit thread recently and it was something along the lines of like, what's one thing the US get, actually gets right? And one of the most popular things, if not the most popular thing, was national parks. Really? Well, you think about it, right? Like the UK, mm-hmm. they only have like three types of animals over there mm-hmm. that's the only three animals you ever see out in the, in the wild right yeah in the u.s you have like an a ridiculous amount that is true yeah we have a lot of different like i guess climates, climates in, yeah. in the united states which is interesting but that's cool there's a lot to be said about like how people feel when they look at natural areas we do a lot of uh research on that in um environmental engineering it's crazy yeah there's like a paper that i read that people recover faster in the hospital if they have a window that can see like shrubbery or even just like the outdoors yeah. so it's nice i think it's good for people to see I believe it. The parks. All right. Next question. Um, what is something your younger self would not believe about the current you? Um, probably that I was able to accomplish the things that I had set out for myself. And not that, like, I didn't think that I could do it, but I've done it really well. And that's something that I'm really proud of. Like, yeah. I think that I've exceeded my expectations. Yeah. Um. So... Yeah, I think that's kind of cheesy, but I don't know. Just, like, doing really well for myself and making sure that I'm the one that takes care of me and that I'm doing a good job of it. No, I think it's good that you recognize that. Mm -hmm. I think, like, for me at least, I when I was 23, I was just, like, grinding and working and Mm -hmm. trying to, like, reach my goals. 
that like it wasn't until like I was in my well I'm 30 now but it wasn't until like maybe I was like 27 28 like around the pandemic time where I had to take a step back like look like I've done a lot for myself mm-hmm. yeah and it's also like what's interesting too is like could you believe 18 year old you would believe where you are now you are where you are now I don't know I don't think that I would have moved out of Charlottesville by now yeah um like I said, I was born in Charlottesville, and I moved, um, I guess, when my program started a year ago. Yeah. So I've spent, like, 21 years in my hometown, and yeah. that's kind of it. So I think that moving out, even though I'm only, like, an hour and a half away still, but yeah. I think moving out has been really fun. You should definitely get take time to, like, travel. Yeah. Do you have a passport? I do have a passport. I just went on vacation oh. to the Bahamas. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, it was really fun. Yo, you should definitely go to Europe. Or even Asia. I haven't, that's where I want to go. I just, the reason that I paused is just because I said that I've never been outside the East Coast and then I just said that I went to the Bahamas. That's yeah. like the furthest place I've ever gone aside no, that's from cool. Canada. That's kind of sort of East Coast. <laughs> I've only been on like three <laughs> trips that require planes and that was one of them. So, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting because like, I think like la- a couple months ago was the first time I left the U.S. mainland or North America mm-hmm. in like almost a decade. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, mind-blowing. I forgot what else is out there. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. But it's just, like, it's just so... It's, like, a whole different world. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to think, like, you're on a literally, like, another part of the Earth. Yeah, and you can go to another country in Europe in, like, such a short period of time. And it's so different. And you can take the train and, like, yeah. everything's right, good. Right, right, It's yeah. so nice. Highly recommend. Okay. Um, have you ever listened to a song, watched a movie, or read a book years later that had a new meaning for you? Yeah, I think that happens a lot. I'm pretty sappy and, like, love to be really nostalgic. So I, like, a good example of this, which Willie knows, is that I don't really watch TV that often. Yeah. And, like, all of the, like, new shows that everybody always keeps up with and whatever, I don't really watch those generally because I'm too busy rewatching like, all of my favorite childhood movies for, like, the millionth time in a row, but... Yeah, it's interesting to grow and just, like, gain different perspectives from life experiences that allow you to see characters or, I guess, for a song, like, wording that resonates with you in a different way. Or something that maybe you overlooked and it has, like, a deeper meaning for you now. What are some of your favorite movies? I like Forrest Gump a lot. That's a good one. Ooh, yeah. There's a lot of meaning behind a lot of, like, the scenes. Yeah, they cover a lot in that movie, so... But yeah, other than that, I think TV show-wise, my favorite show is Fleabag. I don't know if you've seen that before. Mm-hmm. I would definitely recommend it. I'm really bad at shows. It's like, I think the episodes are like 25 minutes long. So yeah. each season is like the length of a movie. And there are only two seasons, so. But it's really good. That's pretty cool. I'm going to have to, you're going to have to remind me after after this. Okay. I'll, I'll have to write it down. Okay. Um, you ever see, did you grow up with Spongebob? I love Spongebob. Okay, so it's funny, right? Because it's like, when you were younger, you're like, yo, Squidward is such a lame-o. Oh my god, I loved Squidward from the jump, okay? Really? I pretty slept old, on you're Squidward. You're an old soul? <laughs> a little bit. I also played the clarinet, and I thought... Oh, like... so you felt personally attacked. <laughs> a <time>. little bit. <laughs> I mean, it, I didn't like playing the clarinet, but I played it because it was the only thing that I could play, but... Yeah. Um. No, I love Spongebob. I grew up on that. Yeah, I love Spongebob too. Yeah. Uh... At work, I have, like, this ongoing theme of only sending Spongebob memes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think anyone at work has caught up on it yet, but I think it's just because my coworkers suck. Well, also, a lot of parents didn't let their kids watch Spongebob for whatever reason. Really? Yeah, a lot of people... I don't know if it's just, like, the people that I went to high school with or what, but, yeah. like, I would say 50-50, the people that I know growing up, their parents 
did not let them watch Spongebob when they were younger. Yeah. I find Spongebob memes, like, the funniest things ever. They're so good. Yeah, they are really good. Um, what is the name of the current chapter in your life? Um, I would say building. Like, I, I just think that I'm building, like, a new... I wouldn't say a new life for myself, um, because it's not like I'm really leaving everything behind, but I think mm, just, like, incorporating everything that I want for myself from this point on into the life that I already have. Yeah. And what I've moved from, I guess, from my hometown. So, so you're, like, building on top of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just, like, evolving, I would say. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's funny you say that, because I think that it's a very, uh, it's a very common theme for people in their, like in our 20s pretty mm-hmm. much yeah like everyone's always trying to build towards something mm-hmm. well most of us willie's shaking his head no for those of you <laughs> listeners why are you laughing willie yeah what's up willie i'm not okay uh um, you're gonna hear from me the podcast <laughs> when did you find out that you weren't invisible oh man um i don't know that's tough like metaphorically or literally depends on how you i'm gonna leave this question open for you to interpret okay um hmm let me think this might take me a second no that's cool we uh we have a specialized software that cuts out pauses okay or do we I just could put this footage in raw. Yeah, I'll probably just upload it raw. Okay. <laughs> no, that's okay. cool. No, take your time. Yeah, again. take your time. Meanwhile, I will ask Wick- Willie why he was um, laughing earlier at the earlier comment. Oh, because you said building, but when I was like 20-something, that's when I was playing card games. I didn't even think that far ahead. We spent so much time playing Yu-Gi-Oh. So that's why I was like, must be nice. But I thought you were going to ask me when I th- stopped being invisible. It happened last mm-hmm. year. I met this guy in Virginia. Yeah, what's his what's his name? Starts with an E, ends with Eddie. Wait, no, that's wrong. <laughs> e Eddie. <laughs> oh, it sounds like a sounds like an interesting guy. Yeah, he was great. Took me to bubble tea every single day for a month. I take that back. Now he sounds lame. <laughs> and then he left. I, like I think him. the audience knows. I like that. him again. I, I like think him the again. The audience knows at this point how many times you left me. It's all you ever bring up. I know because it hurt. That's when I. That's the day I went from invisible to visible. It hurt. At least now you're visible. A lot. That's the most important thing. No, you don't understand. It was the most painful experience of that year. All right, we're gonna have to just create another episode <laughs> just for this whole experience. <laughs> that's to unravel everything that yeah, happened. Yeah, we're, we're gonna have to talk through this. The following months that that came. It was pretty sudden too. It's not like you like eased into it. You legit said, oh, man, I, I hate it here. I think I'm going to move soon. And then, like, two seconds later, you're like, right, I'm moving. That is something I would say. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember it because it was yeah. at Chick MC. Yeah. Yeah, we were drinking. Yeah. And eating chicken. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> it was nice until he's like, I'm moving. And I'm like, oh, okay. Chick MC is his favorite fried chicken place. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, in Annandale. For anyone that's listening and wants to take Eddie out, Korean fried chicken at Chick MC. The one in Centerville we found out is closed, so can't. 
Also not sponsored. <laughs> Yet. Yet. Yeah. yeah. We'll get them to sponsor us, too. Make sure it's on everything. But if you want to get on Eddie's good side, take him to Chicken Sea. Yeah. Melissa? I, th- I think I have an answer. Yeah? I don't think it's, like, very deep at all, but this it's is the best good. that I can come up with. No, that's cool. Um, I think that when I felt visible... I it was when I got a job when I was in high school. I yeah. grew up with like a lot of siblings and like one of five. Um, I guess step siblings included, but yeah. we just had like a really busy house and everybody just kind of like <laughs> looked after themselves a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I think that going into like a different setting where I was like talking with my coworkers and I worked at a retirement home and um old people loved like seeing all of us. We were all high school age, so yeah. they essentially just got like eight new grandkids that they would see like every single night that's cool um and it felt like a family which was great so probably that that explains why you're an old soul yeah <laughs> did, did you actually was drawn to did the you job. on a scale one to ten how much did you like your time working there oh i loved it it was like an 11 oh dang yeah it was really fun yeah yeah it's funny seeing old people in the wild they like they i feel like when you reach a certain age where they don't you don't care nothing matters yeah and they just they live so freely it's pretty wonderful yeah. but and none of them were racist which was great yeah. at least from what i could tell so yeah everybody yeah. was really nice <laughs> um but yeah it was a lot of fun it was great what uh what are some of your favorite moments from then oh um <laughs> probably just the holidays that we had we had buffets and we would do special events for like if somebody's grandkid got engaged and they yeah. wanted to throw like a bougie party Aww. there was like this one time where one of my coworkers, Devin and I had to go and um serve like a gathering in somebody's unit so like we had the like the restaurant was attached to the residential building so yeah. they would just come down from their units for dinner but like this instance that I'm talking about where we had a catered event we just came in on a weekend and like went up to their house and like cooked food in their kitchen oh that's super cool and um Devin has come like leaps and bounds from where she was. She didn't know how to turn on their oven and we had to like heat up something. So you're telling me you didn't learn how to cook <laughs> anything from that time period? We did. I did. So oh, I, okay. I got to help out a lot. I was kind of everywhere. So most yeah. of the other staff just served, but I was like sous chef for a little bit. They made me wash the dishes. <laughs> so whenever somebody <laughs> called out, they would call me in and I would just do whatever. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Everything yeah. was really good. Mm-hmm. My boss was also kind of not the nicest. Yeah. I guess from from a distance, you would think that he's just, like, angry all the time. And he did seem that way. Like, he throws pans and stuff when he's mad. Oh, wow. Um, like, actually angry. Yeah, but he and I would um, have dance parties. Because he would uh, play the radio yeah. during the whole shift in the kitchen. And um, everybody would just, like, walk really fast by him. And I'd be, like, cutting it up with him behind the line. Oh, that's cool. And we'd be... Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. He was a cool dude. Did you... So, like, working with all the old, or being around old people all the time, mm-hmm. were there any cool lessons that you learned from them? Yeah, I think that probably some of the most impactful moments in terms of that sort of thing yeah. came with seeing how graceful a lot of them were. Mm-hmm. And what how... Do you, what do you mean by graceful? I guess just, like, the way that they carry themselves and... Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe more just, like, the legacy that they're leaving behind and the way that they treat everyone, I think, was pretty wonderful. Um, Because I think... I've kind of seen it both ways, where when people get older, some of them get really bitter and afraid, and some of them take it as time to reflect on everything they've done and just to, like, 
live life to the fullest for the rest of their lives, which I yeah. think is really wonderful. Well, whatever time they have left, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Just, like, really um, utilizing every day, which was cool. You feel like us younger people would benefit from living like that? I think everybody would, yeah. Yeah, I think I it's, agree. it's easy to get lost in everything and, like, worry about stuff that's coming down the line that isn't exactly here yet, but... That doesn't... Yeah. And a lot of times those things don't even matter. Yeah, they don't actually happen, I feel like, the majority of the time, so... Yeah? Yeah. It's really cool. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, last question. What is something that you're into that you want other people to know about? Um, hmm. Water conservation, probably, which is kind of nerdy, but... No, go, go uh, tell us more. Um, I think just, like... I mean, it could be a lot of things. Maybe just more environmental science, generally speaking. Yeah. It's something that I like talking about, but there's never, like, a good point in any conversation that I have with people my age where they want to talk about water conservation. So yeah. I think that, like, it's interesting, like, going from spending my entire day doing schoolwork and then when I want to hang out with my friends and have, like, social time, it doesn't really come up anymore. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes it would just be fun to, like, have, like, even, like, a brief conversation about it, which is pretty like, minor, but... Is it? I feel like you could totally bring that up. I don't know. Most people you could just don't be really like, love it. Hey, Blank, <laughs> guess what I learned about today? Or, hey, did you know... That this and this and this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like you totally bring it up. Yeah, yeah. I do like a little fun fact here and there, which is good, yeah. but... Do you feel like... So, do you feel like uh, people on the East Coast need to conserve water? Um, I think they need to be smarter about how they use, like, chemicals and stuff like that. So, what's something that you should... You want to tell everyone right now? Let's just say everyone is listening. Oh, God. <laughs> what, For the East Coast specifically? Um... Yeah, we'll do East Coast, because I feel like East Coast, like, no one on the East Coast ever thinks about, like, conserving water, right? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, at least to me, I'm under under the understanding that most of the water gets recycled back into the system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does. Okay. Yeah, definitely on the East Coast. It's different for the West Coast because they... Don't have... They actually don't have water. They don't have a lot, and then they, they have to divert it to different places. Um yeah. But I think on the East Coast, we mainly use um, surface water, like lakes and reservoirs and things like that. Right. Um, but a blanket statement for everybody. Um, I think this ties into, like, all of environmental conservation, but just, like, be nicer to the environment. I think just be more mindful of yeah. of the earth is pretty important because it's easy for people to just... And I feel like the way that things are set up now... Um, the go-to for a lot of people is pretty wasteful. Like, single-use plastics are everywhere, for example, and stuff yeah. like that, so... Like those, what is it, Costco packs of water? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, just being more mindful, I guess. Taking care of the earth. Yeah. Well, you could also be that person to tell everyone. I try to tell people all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, especially <laughs> if I go hiking with someone, I'll throw out a million facts mm-hmm. at them, like, hey... You should not walk that way because you're, uh, what is it called? It's called something when you walk off the trail and you inadvertently start creating another path and it actually kills all the shrubs and mm-hmm. like stuff in the area. Stuff like that. I stay on the path. Don't litter. Pick up after yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, don't collect any rocks. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, because if every fifth person collected a rock, we'd like you know mm-hmm. yeah. it'd be bad it would be bad bad things would happen yeah nature would run out of rocks yeah yeah and then what would we do right we would have to return <laughs> all the rocks imagine that horrible 
But yeah, so that wraps up level two. How do you feel? Good. Yeah? Was yeah. it fun? Yeah. Was there anything that, that we talked about that you want to get more into? Um, not that I can really think of off the top of my head. Willie? Any questions, Willie? Yeah, Willie, any questions? No. Water conservation. I'm, I'm, fun, I'm down for fun facts. Yeah, fun facts a, about that? Yeah, throw us a fun fact. Okay, I can talk about the project that I'm working on now. Yeah. Um, but essentially, this is, I mean, see, so this is a problem with bringing it up, because most of the stuff that I know is just depressing. No, that's cool. Okay. Willie, Willie is the most depressing person I know. Yeah, okay. So it works out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess the research that I'm doing now is we're looking at um, freshwater salinization, mm -hmm. and particularly, particularly for areas like Northern Virginia, where you have a lot of pavement and, um, I guess just urbanization where there's a lot of construction. Yeah. Um, a lot of times chemicals will build up in the, uh, in the soil on the topsoil because it doesn't infiltrate in the same way because now you have pavement yeah. in buildings where there would have just been either like a forest or grass. So it kind of changes up how, um, like chemicals or even just water cycles through the environment. Mm-hmm. And, um, that on top of like salting the roads and everything like that, it just kind of gets stuck in the water cycle. Yeah. And what's worse on top of it is that the EPA either doesn't set an MCL, which is essentially like when the water goes through the treatment plant, this is the established value that that water must have once it's treated. So yeah. for like, like chlorine and stuff like that, there's a maximum value. Yeah. I don't think that they have one for sodium. So what we're seeing in, um, at least from the areas that we're focusing on with my research, is that there's concentrations of salt in the water that um, exceeds what people should be eating just based on food when they're on low-sodium diets as, yeah. like, a medical restriction. Right. And a lot of times that doesn't really get factored in. Like, I think that usually when, and I don't know much about the medical field, but when people are, like, establishing a diet for a low-sodium I guess, patients or right. whatever that would be. Um, they just kind of look at the food. So yeah. there's a lot that goes into the water. That's so interesting. Yeah. Um, that people don't really look at. But I, I think it's also just because there's a baseline amount of trust between like individuals in a community and the water that's being delivered yeah. in their faucet. Um, and a lot of times that like falls through, which is not good. But yeah, I think people just assume that what they're drinking is supposed to be good for them. Yeah, because... So is that stuff managed by... Like, at the EPA level or at the local level? Like, your local government? It depends on both for certain things. So, I think, as far as I understand, both state and federal um, regulations on water treatment are enforced to where there's no risk to the general public, but not so strict that you would have to construct, like, all of these wildly expensive things inside of a treatment plant that right. some communities probably wouldn't be able to afford. Like, there's some things in there that could cause... Mm -hmm. some health issues but not directly mm -hmm. so they don't really do anything about it kind of yeah so it's like aesthetic versus like health concerns so a lot right. of the stuff that's in water just has to do with like the taste color and smell do they publish these i mean they have to have the stuff published somewhere right mm -hmm. yeah like the the mcls and stuff like yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah no that's like i wouldn't recommend reading it it's really kind of boring and awful to get through but they the epa has um you can go online and look it up on the epa yeah i can send you some of it if you want to see it yeah no i'd be interested just okay. because like um i'm very 
Well, so they always tout that New York City has some of the best water. Mm-hmm. And I actually love the taste. I've of, heard that. I love the taste of New York tap. I drink, like, I, I use a reusable bottle, mm-hmm. I, like, Brita filter and everything. Um, but I, I, I am concerned about, like, I don't know what's in the water, right? Like, I mm-hmm. use a Brita filter, but I know it doesn't filter everything out. And so... It doesn't, yeah. Yeah, and so I just recently watched a, a documentary on, like, how they built the systems that deliver all the water that New York City gets. It comes from, like, three different lakes. Yeah, yeah. So, so basically, I'm going to just sum it up. But basically, the lake is slightly above sea level. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they built a super, a really super long aqu- aqueduct. Mm-hmm. And the uh, end of the aqueduct is maybe, like, less than, like, it's really not that much lower. But because it is slightly lower, all the water travels without any, like... Like, all naturally, with no electricity or anything. They yeah. don't have to pump the water or anything. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And then they test the really water cool. down as it goes down the down Yeah. The yeah, and I think, like, something happened where they had to redirect the water because part of the aquedu- aqueduct was damaged. I don't know. It's a whole interesting thing. But, yeah, I don't want to get into it. But, yeah, so that, that stuff mm-hmm. is very interesting to me. I might have a better fun fact because my stuff wasn't that fun. I feel like I... Not go for it. I was heavy on the fact and not as heavy on the fun. No, it's a, uh, that is fun. I think a better one... Um, dying. ...that has to do with water is, like... Yeah, no, everybody is dying. Yeah. Um, so, if you, like, move from one place to the next and you have issues with, like, washing your clothes, like, say, like, in Centerville, I can put, like, two Tide Pods into my laundry and my clothes will come out clean... And if I go somewhere else, like, across the country, and I use my same two Tide Pods, and my clothes are still dirty when they come out, yeah. it's because of the carbonate hardness in the water. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. There's, like, it. chelating agents, I think is what they're called, in the detergent that latch onto solids in the water. Yeah. And when you're doing your laundry, hypothetically, those would be the dirt or whatever would be on your clothes. But then it attaches to the carbonate in the water. Can you, um, do you drink tap? I do, but I put it through a Brita filter. Can you tell the t- different uh, the taste difference between the different taps you drink? Yes. Yeah. See, I can too. Some people cannot, and I'm like, all right, you clearly have no taste buds. Damn. Yeah. Can you tell Willie? Let the record show that Willie shook, shook his, his head. head. <laughs> no. Interesting. Yeah. So, like, for example, sometimes I'll go to someone's house if I'm thirsty enough. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'll drink the tap, or I'll mm-hmm. have a glass of water. And so they'll pour me some water. I'll take a sip and I'm like, you know what? This water tastes funny. I don't want it anymore. Mm-hmm. I do that all the time. I do too. I'm, I'm like very particular about the water that I drink. Yeah, same way. But they just changed the way that they treated the water in Fairfax County. So it tastes different even like really? in my room where I get water from my sink. Like yeah. it's been different since I've moved in to now. They changed it. So it tastes... Oh, interesting. It tastes more like chlorine, which I'm kind of concerned about. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan. But... Mm-hmm. All right, level three. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Uh, pick a number one through eleven. Teen. Seven. What is one rule you live by? Oh, um. Let me think. Uh, sorry, I was talking about the water. Now I'm thinking about the water. It could be a rule about water. Um, <laughs> one rule that I live by. I think just always putting my best foot forward, whatever that means for me. Like, yeah. I think it could change by the day or even within a day, so. Yeah, depends just, on what kind of mood you're in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just, like, that. trying to stay optimistic no matter what's going on, I think, is something that really affects the way that things pan out overall. I believe that. Mm-hmm. I think, like, uh, 
people who are always expecting the worst usually get the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. It's and, all about a mindset. And like all habits, it needs to be practiced. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. It's a good rule. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like something happened recently where you're like, because, you know, I'm going to be optimistic about it, it ended up working out? Um, yeah, I think so. I think that probably the best example for me that happens most often is just getting stuck in traffic. I get really bad road rage. I don't do anything about it except for just, like, scream in my car. Like, I'm not going to, (laughs) like, run anybody down on the road or, like, I have never used the horn in my car. Yeah. But I think that just, like, I don't know. I'll just try to focus on something else. And I get home eventually, so I mean yeah. everything works out, but just let it go. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's pretty cool. I uh, I try to come up with, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. So if someone's being a real dick and like cut me off and like they're just speeding down whatever, mm-hmm. endangering everyone. I'm like, you know what? Maybe he really needs to use the bathroom. Yeah, some emergency is or happening. He really for him. has to get somewhere. Uh-huh. Yeah. Normally, I'm like, I definitely speed. But I'm like, if the speed limit's 55 and the highway is open, I'll hang out in the left lane going like 70, 75-ish, mm-hmm. maybe even like 90. Mm-hmm. And if someone speeds by me, I'm like, holy shit, that guy definitely has somewhere to go. And you know what? I'm not, I'm not even mad mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. I just let him go by. Yeah. Not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Let's do another question. Yep. Another, pick a number one through 11 that isn't seven. Okay, nine. What's a quote that made you pause and really think? Oh, um... Why are you laughing, really? I'm just staring at the phone. A quote that made me think... I don't know. I feel like it could be kind of like a quote that I've read, like something on the news, something that is just a quote to me now because I heard it live and now it's like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Technically, a quote is something that was said by someone, so it could really be anything said by someone. Okay. But it didn't have to be a quote when it reached me. Or I guess the quote I that mean, I'm like... I mean, you could be quoting it. Okay. So it is a quote. Like, for example, I have a note a note thingy full uh-huh. of quotes, and a lot of the, some of the quotes are from people... IRL and they've said something that stood out to me. I'm like, you know what? I'm keeping that quote. Mm-hmm. So that could be a quote. I think that the one that I'm probably thinking of now would have to be. Um, I think I saw somewhere it was maybe on TikTok or something. I don't know. That's like my main source of media anymore. But um, I think the quote was like, it's our parents' first time going through life too, which I think is really interesting. I think that's like also like a weird thing to grapple with when you're growing up. That, um, I don't know, when, you, when you're when you a kid, you always think that your parents know everything. No. And they're just, like, your superhero. Which is true, I mean, because they're, like, they're doing a lot to raise you. But um, it's interesting to think that, like, this stage in their life and every day moving forward is, like, the first time that they've experienced those specific days and those yeah. specific phases of their life. So, yeah. Probably that. Is there something that happened that made you think about it? Or did that, um, did you apply that quote to something that happened to you? Uh, I don't know if I have explicitly, but I am really close with my family, and yeah. I think just having moved, I've been thinking about them and missing them a lot, so um, that's probably why, 
But, yeah. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. Sometimes I forget, because I'll just call them up, like, when I don't know how to do something, even if it's just, like, checking something with my car, I'll call my dad. Yeah. Um, because to me, he's, like, the the dictionary. The know, or know the, the story. Yeah. yeah, like, anything. So, I'll just... He's my Google. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, sometimes... Sometimes it's easy to forget that they are still taking it, like, one day at a time, you know? Yeah. They're going through what we went through. Mm-hmm. And they think they can do it better, but... Right. Right, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, that, uh, that wraps it up. Okay. Yeah, woo! Um, okay, so at the end, you do get to ask... Okay. ...the hostesses, mm-hmm. and I say plural because Willie is here. You get to ask us a question that we asked you. Okay. Um, hmm. What's the rule that you live by, Willie? What's the rule that I live by? Yeah, what's the rule you live by? You should answer first. I nope. need time to think. Nope. Well, he already, he already kind of answered. I want to give him a different one. Yeah. Uh, I need time to think. All right, he's going to think about it while you ask me another question. Um, I think that I want to ask you the one about the quote one. What's I feel like you have a good memory with quotes. Wait, I, am I on your quote list? No. I've never said anything quotable. I mean, you say a lot of funny things that are memorable, but not quotable. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> so my quote book is typically a place where I keep quotes that I hold true to myself. Mm-hmm. And it's like a guideline, right? So anytime I'm feeling a little lost or discouraged or whatever, mm-hmm. I'll go through my quote book and read all these different quotes. And I'm like, wow, these are very touching to me. So, no, Willie has never said anything that's touching. That's not true. <laughs> Very true. I don't remember this. Uh, so, wait, what was the question? What was the quote the that quote. I, I stand by? Oh, no, the quote that you, that made you think. I made don't, me I don't pause and that. think? Yeah. Oh, yeah, here's a good one. Um, it's a quote that, I don't know if this is a, counts as a quote or not, but someone was talking about how... How our parents raise us, whatever they didn't provide for us is what we don't think to provide for them as we get older and as they get older. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. So um, I applied it to my situation where on a hierarchy of Maslow, Maslow's pyramid mm-hmm. of needs... Uh, I would say my mom provided the bare essentials like housing Mm -hmm. and food and nothing else was provided. Mm -hmm. So for me, now that she's older, she, she's very, she's unhappy because those top three things were never provided for her when she was growing up. Mm -hmm. So she didn't think to provide it for my brother and I Mm -hmm. and my sister. So now that we're, I'm not say taking care of her, but we are older and we're expected to spend more time with her, which we are. We still don't provide those three things as much as, she, or those things that she did not provide. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. I don't think to provide quality time with her and like, you know, socializing and all this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. cause I mean, that's not how she raised us. Um, yeah. So that's something that stood out to me. Like our parents expect to treat. Yeah. They, they, they like the expectations is weird with our parents and like, or parents and kids. Mm-hmm pretty much i can relate to that a lot i know exactly what you mean yeah it is really interesting are your parents like that too yeah definitely they like they were 
sort of the parents who just made sure I had, like, my homework done and that, like, everything on paper was really good. Yeah. And then I think just, like, the rest was just kind of for me to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> so, right, right, right. yeah, I think in terms of, like, talking to them about that sort of thing, it's been interesting growing up and, like, trying to figure that out. Yeah. Um, and work on that a little bit more. But I definitely understand what you mean. Yeah. And I feel bad because, like, um, I actually talked about it with my sister on my drive here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's like, hey, how's mom? And I'm like, I can't stand her. <laughs> and I just, like, what it is is that, like, she now is a bit older and it's just her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she just feels lonely and wants to socialize. She doesn't have to work as much as she used to because mm-hmm. she doesn't have to, like, take care of kids. Um, so she has more free time. And I feel bad because she wants to spend time with us, but she doesn't really know how to communicate that. Mm -hmm. So she does it in very, like, passive-aggressive ways. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's very frustrating because, I don't know, at least, like, I'm generalizing, but we expect our parents to be adults about things. And Yeah. But at the end of the day, I know deep down inside that, like, my mom at heart is just, like, a sad little girl still. Mm Because she never really had a chance to, like, you know, experience the stuff or else she would know better... Or she would have provided better for us. Right. Yeah. So it's a it's a very that's a that's a quote that stood out to me a lot. That uh-huh. like it's like a lot of people are in my shoes, our shoes, uh-huh. where we're learning how to interact with our parents and how to like really deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I mean, like there are they are also older. I don't know how your, old your parents are, but typically the older you are, the ho- the more stuck in your ways you are. Definitely. Yeah. So it's a little hard, like, figuring out where that safe space is mm-hmm. without losing my mental sanity. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I think there's an additional layer because I don't know how old you are exactly. I'm 23. But I think just, like, even, I think 20s as a decade are just a time. And, of course, you can go back and reevaluate at any point in your life. But I think the 20s are when you decide realistically what you being an adult looks like and what you want to do and how you want to communicate with others and present yourself to people whether it be your family or strangers so right there's another layer of like i guess coming to terms with the person that you were socialized to be and who you see yourself becoming that kind of gets thrown into the mix right um yeah but it is interesting there's a lot of depth to life. I like there it. Is. I like sitting back and watching people. That's like my favorite thing to do. I'm You're, definitely like, a big people watcher. And just wondering what their story is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What they've been through to get where they are now in that very moment. But also the small stuff like, oh, what made him decide to wear that mm-hmm. outfit or those shoes? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, stuff, small stuff like that. I agree. Mm-hmm. Or what's stuff. the scuff on his shoe from? Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I think like I like older things that are like worn through because it's like this character to it mm-hmm. it's like oh i wonder where what's that been through kind of thing exactly yeah all right willie i'm sure you had more than enough time to think about your answer yeah it's pretty simple i think i think one of the rules i live by is uh don't leave a negative impact on anyone's life so anything and everything that i do i usually think it through and see if it leaves a negative impact if it does i wouldn't do it that's not true at all yeah you're right Except for Eddie's. But for the most part, that's why I usually overanalyze a lot of things. But I try not to harm other people's lives in a negative way. That's about it. Pretty straightforward. That's really nice. 
doesn't always work that way. <laughs> well, at least you have good intentions, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, well, that wraps it up. I lied again. There is one last question for you. Okay. <laughs> what do you want this episode to be called? Um. And so, typically, typically, we'll, uh, we'll... We'll have the episode named after the person. So, like, for example, uh, we've had the episode called, like... So, we had someone named Nikki on the episode. Mm -hmm. The episode was called Nikki the Nimble because she considered herself nimble. Okay. We had someone named Kathy on the episode. I believe her episode was called Kathy the Resilient. Um, It doesn't have to be Melissa does something. It could Mm -hmm. also be, like, I don't know. Like, someone, we had someone named Mark on the episode, mm-hmm. and he wanted to be called Marky Pogey, Pogey Marky, something like that. <laughs> yeah, so really, it's whatever you want. Okay. Um, yeah. You get to pick your episode name. It has to have your name in it, though. Um, my full name? We could do half your name. Do I you have a nickname? I was going to say, my nickname in my family is M-Dog, which is kind of hilarious, but my like on my mom's side of the family, I don't think anybody's called me Melissa for the past like 17 years. It's just right. been M-Dog. Do you want, you want it to be M-Dog? Yeah. We got to integrate everybody else, though, because it is the three of us. Nope. That's not how it works. He's a, he, I'm a host. I'm a co-host, <laughs> and he's a, a normal appearance. <laughs> yeah. I think M-Dog. All right. As executive creative director i will go ahead and approve this title perfect awesome thanks for being on the episode with us for those of you who are listening thanks for hanging out uh if you have any questions send them to brian at no happy endings podcast at gmail.com uh, if you're listening on your plat whatever platform you are please like our episode rate it do your thing whether it be spotify google Podcasts, anchor I don't know where this... Y'all are everywhere. Uh, well, it's funny you say that because Anchor is our platform that's... It's the platform that hosts it. Mm-hmm. And it's, they submit it everywhere. And we thought it was only going to be on Spotify. But it ended up on, like, Google Podcasts as well. Okay. I don't even... I don't know if we're in Apple. The Apple one. Apple Podcasts. iTunes. I don't know. But mm-hmm. thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Thanks for playing. Peace out. Beep boop. Bye.